Welcome to the Album Club with your hosts, Chris, Will, Ben, and Jack. Gonna listen to an album and make our mind up, make our mind. Gonna talk for maybe an hour about what we think is actual sound. Discuss our thoughts and critiques and bands, but mainly hear some new ones. We're talking and tangents and talking another tangent. Who's trying to pick the sound that we'll talk about next week around, but mostly a fun time. Just friends and music, music, yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Album Club, a podcast where, like a book club, we discuss a different music album that one of us has selected. Each week, we rotate, as you probably know by now, uh, and I'm going to be your main host for this week, and the album that we're listening to is Black Radio by the Robert Glasper Experiment. Hi, everyone. How's it going? Cans. Hey. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. What does that mean? I'm cans. hungover. Let's go. Hey, let's go. Also, cans, apparently. Cans mm. from all well, sides. Well, I'm, what go- are our I'm going in the opposite week. direction. Oh, oh shit. of course. Sorry, I had planned that, and then immediately just read the script that I've always got on my notepad instead. Joined with us this week, we have Smells Like Chris McDonnell, Letter to Jack Zissel, we have Ben White Radio, and I will be your host, The Consequences of Will Yates. Nice. Nice. Some of these are concerning situations. (laughs) Um, It's funny because I I probably do smell pretty bad because I haven't showered today. Mm, Same seas. That's why we're remote. (laughs) The one reason. (laughs) That's not the reason. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I had a a nice evening yesterday of drinking lots of rum. Which I got an offer nice. because Ooh. Tesco club card. Whoop. Hell yeah. Oh, so no, I, went to, I went to Tesco to just buy beer, mince pies and rum. And I got to the <laughs> checkout and I was like, oh, £32. Pounds. I'm proud of you. That's, that's, that's money. Scam my club card. Went down to 22 I was like, we're on oh, a winner. Very nice. So very I celebrated nice. by drinking. I mean, I would have Test done that if it was still... How much rum did you for, drink? Um, so I took a bottle and the one that came home was still the same it was like half empty but i had other rum as well so oh no <laughs> so you've had three quarters of a bottle of rum probably mm-hmm. nice let's, let's go there. let's go i uh, i drank a bottle of wine last night and this morning i had myself a rum and raisin like marzipan biscuit and mm, for some you know when you nice. you know when like the faintest whiff of alcohol after you've had a night it's just like, oh, it's really off-putting. Mm. I bit into this sweet delicatessen and was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Yeah. I'm not about this. Oh, I'm not about this life. I'm practically an alcoholic biting into this rum and raisin marzipan biscuit. <laughs> the can that I'm drinking from has special skills sop feet gang written on it. Which uh, special I'd prefer skills. it if you didn't talk about that. <laughs> it's got... <laughs> It's got jump, which is the hops. It's got speed, which is puma. It's got strength, which is 8.2%. And then special skills, soft feet gang. Soft feet gang. Soft feet gang. Yeah. You keep saying this. No, we don't need to say it again. It's fine. Soft Um, feet gang. These are the people who do house party. (laughs) It is not. It is Pomona Island. Uh, Is there a thing about, like... This kind of scene where everyone's obsessed with feet. Is this like a Tarantino brewing? <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Yeah. It might be. The hop filet. I've got another. Wee. Oh, the um the special skill on another can that I has have is chin dribbling. Pulped mash fiction. 
<laughs> and the jump is for my love, which I love. Nice. Reservoir Brewery Dogs. Yeah. How, is, nice. how is Ben White? That's what I want to know. More than anything in this world, how is Ben White? I, I think so much less canned than the rest of you, apparently. I'm, I'm, I'm living a canless situation. Um, Going right canless. Here. Sam's yeah. can. So we're recording in the middle of the afternoon, and this is, I think, the first time yeah. I've actually been able to see Ben White for a while. <laughs> it's always so dark. So now we have the yeah. daylight of um, being it's able to see It's all about the vibe, which is hilarious given like the album choice is like the most fairy light candle lit album yeah, yeah. Done this is this definitely whole, like walking like, through a city at the nighttime kind of yeah, listening like, i wouldn't listen to this album in this light well that's extreme but it would feel a bit weird like yeah i know i know that rob actually has a thing about he, he would not record jazz in the daytime oh, he just doesn't do uh, it he, ref- he pretty he semi-refuses i'm not sure how true <laughs> it is but like that's the thing he said nah. It's ah. just like I can't, I can't do it. It's can't not how it works. Not in like a really spiritual, law. pretentious like the the inspiration won't come kind of way because yeah. he's clearly like grown up and clearly gifted enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like I think he's like the vibe is important. Yeah, and the vibe is not daylight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I have one more thing. So yesterday, <laughs> one more thing, <laughs> one more thing, one more thing so before I, I head it. out. Um, I worked a concert yesterday that was in an orchestra playing Harry Potter music. Oh yeah. Uh, Which Weasley was it? Right. Can you guess what Weasley? Guess what Weasley it was. The Uncle Weasley. It was not the Uncle Weasley. He played played his voice. So it is a he and he played his voice. Okay, so it's a he that can vocal. He sang during the show. Who the hell is the Uncle Weasley? I don't know. I'm just. I'm guessing. <laughs> I mean, you, I don't there have might a lot be of an Uncle Weasley. Weasley. I think it's a big Do they family. Have a cat? Um, they strike me as cat people. The mum is a cat woman, I think, but I don't know if they do have a cat. I okay. think it was the person who played George Weasley. It was not George Weasley. Fred it was not Weasley. George Weasley. Was it uh, <laughs> not Fred Rupert Weasley? Grint. It was not Rupert Grint. It so was not Rupert Grint. <laughs> Was uh, it Scabbers the Rat? <laughs> oh, there's that girl. Ginny. Ginny. It was not Ginny. Harry Potter points to me. So so you've um, gone through culture. all the nameable Weasleys, but can you Percy. name the one? Percy Weasley. <laughs> it, it was, was Percy, Percy Weasley. Weasley. Who Holy the fuck is shit. Percy Weasley? <laughs> he the scoundrel himself. He is only acted in Harry Potter movies, is what a cursory Google told and me. And performed at a gig you did. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um... And he sung "Do the Hippogriff," and his voice is actually quite good. He did like a like rock yell at one point. Um, and much as the song is so cringy, like mm. he performed I would not it have well. expected that. So, <laughs> yeah, cool. I, I see this person's face, and I don't like. It's it's so weird. There's a fake family picture of the Weasleys, and he's definitely there. And yeah. it's like, wow, that's so yeah. bizarre how my brain just didn't capture that. And he kept on he kept on referencing stuff that his character said in the movies, and everyone was like, "What? Who? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Did you know? Oh, wow! There's actually uh, a, a genuine signed picture from Chris Ranking, the person who plays Percy Weasley, on eBay right now for sixteen pounds ninety five, <laughs> or 
you could have met him yesterday for forty pounds. <laughs> forty wow. pounds. I know which one I'd rather choose. It's to listen to Black Radio by oh, Robert Glasper shit. Experiment. Wow, smooth, so smooth. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> smooth like jazz. How did everybody find this album? I didn't listen. And if Spotify. you say I clicked on Spotify, you motherfuckers. Meet <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah, it was good. I, I, uh, it was jazzy. It shows mm-hmm. jazzy. Um, one of my first impression, um, impressions, yeah, was um, hearing someone do a fuzzy bear impression near the start. <laughs> it just went waka 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 waka. I was like, oh, waka waka. Nice little feature from uh, everyone's favorite Muppet there. I today listened <laughs> to that and thought Pac Man, but I think like it's closer to. To Fuzzy Bear, yeah. I've always heard him saying "Rock on." Oh, is it? Rock I don't on? even know the bit you're referring I don't, to. I don't know if that's. <laughs> I don't know if I'm right. I don't think I am. It's when he's introducing I, is this people. In the, like, intro like, track? in the intro, this the lift off mic. Dave and okay. and Phil and Gary and I get a shout waka, out waka. in this album as well. There's someone called Chris. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. There is. Chris oh, Daddy quick Dave, tangent. We by. got an email at work so from IT the other day showing uh, like <laughs> what to what to watch out for like suspicious emails. And uh, uh-huh. the person's name for this like example of a flagrant false email was my name. And I'm like, you fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> it was like William James at scammail.com. I'm like, why? What? And for a second, I was like, oh shit, have I been busted? It's I like, no, no, that, it's fine. It's I just thought <laughs> they'd literally used my name as in the words my name. Like, first name no. my, second name name. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny, but not tangent worthy. The fact that it was my fucking name. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, well, I bet you did feel rumbled given how like unprofessional you use your emails. <laughs> like, oh, I don't care. Like, that. They'll know that there's a contextual reason as to why I Google the things I do. I, I Moving on. Uh, <laughs> that's so... Yeah, we should move on. I think it's for the best. Yeah. Um, so what... If this album was a colour, what colour would it be? Ooh. Deep Purple. The band. I was going to say purple. And the colour. <laughs> it would be by Deep Purple. I was going to say purple. But I didn't know what yeah. shade, yeah. Like so I'll go, purple velvet. Yeah, I'll go normal purple. Normal nice. purple. Yeah. I would say black glitter, but I think that Ooh. purple is also a correct answer. I'm going to say a dumb sentence that doesn't make linguistic sense, and then I'm going to not explain it. I okay. think purple's too colourful to be the correct answer. <laughs> I can <laughs> agree with so that. Color is. But that, that's why black glitter is... is the... <laughs> But, but then, yeah, because I don't black know if it's sparkly enough to have glitter. That, that's the thing. That that's where what? I was stumbling yeah. on that. Like, I don't know that it's got like that. Sparkly. All right, then. What about uh, a black velvet like throw, but yeah. someone's sewn a bunch of brass washers on it, so it's not quite <laughs> shining, but like it's kind of shimmering. You know, that's my favorite color. Well, what? When someone asks what's your favourite colour, you're like, it's complicated. <laughs> it's black velvet. I'm gonna just give them washers. this album. I'm yeah. gonna like not say anything and look yeah. them dead in the eye and hand them a CD of this album nice. that doesn't play very well and skips a lot. Yeah. So much so that Chris's drumming is in time again. Like that that's what I'm gonna do. That's science I, right there. 
but it's like that um, last if night. If this isn't purple, then what is purple? Sorry. Um, oh yeah, I was just saying last night we listened to that Biggie Smalls Thomas the Tank Engine mashup. Yeah, <laughs> and I started laughing at at the idea because what's happened there is they've put Biggie Smalls on Thomas the Tank Engine and like time stretched him so it fits. And what they've done is made they've it almost sounds like they've tried to make him not funky. <laughs> like, it's, it's like they've tried to ruin Biggie Smalls' yeah. flow and they can't do it because it's, it's a physical impossibility because that still man good. is so so groovy you cannot remove it and I like that as an exercise just yeah. like defunking like really good stuff so like yeah. get the drums from like a Chris Dave track and like just quantize it and then see if it still hits <laughs> and the answer is probably I don't know but definitely Biggie Smalls is funky no matter what you do to him that's what we know now the millionaire the mansion the yacht Biggie Smalls in in relation to that, White I also radio. like there was there was a point in time where like some piano bits happened, and I thought mm. that like an advert was just playing on my phone, like it felt <laughs> like <laughs> it just like happened on top of it, and I was like, oh shit, I've no no this fuck. When track. um when do you think this advert would have been the advert that you were hearing? When did this album come out? Twenty twelve. Okay, cool. Yeah, that sounds like so, was what? it like a twenty twelve advert or is it? Oh no, no, it was just like a sort of like piano lick thing that you like have on like the shit like Instagram adverts, do you know? Mm-hmm. Like it was that kind of thing that like the piano just like kind of like but like it Oh I think I know the bit you mean. Um Well the only advert I now see is the fucking six second deliveroo at the start uh, of every YouTube video that I watch. <laughs> so it didn't sound like that, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I fair. personally love yeah. clicking on a five-second video for a six-second advert to then just pop up on screen. <laughs> They're getting real fucking Yummy. pally with me by putting advert one of three. You're like, oh, no, shit. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, wow. It, oh, it's, it's getting bad. But enough of the sad, more of the it's glad. Free. More of the rad. YouTube's amazing. I want to defend YouTube right here. Like you can defend I YouTube. Think it's fantastic. Get an ad blocker. I didn't say. I that. have. <laughs> They're getting smarter. You've got an ad blocker and you're moaning. (laughs) Look, sometimes the way for me to be happy is to be unhappy with things. Um, Oh, I've just remembered a thing. Hold on. Okay. Jack, you said you had one thing 20 minutes ago. You said it was your last thing. Is he allowed anymore? Chris, can you let him have another thing? Is this Uh, allowed? Yeah, I've, I've just heard from the editor. I'll allow it. Oh, yeah, I'll allow so, it as well, actually. I'll so as, as part of the Harry Potter Jack. thing... Oh, I love you too. They had, oh. they had like, visuals, but they were absolutely not, like... Well, they couldn't Im- impart on any of the copyright of Harry Potter. So, <laughs> so, so it was Lord of the Rings. So, That's fantastic. So, so do you remember that, that Harry Potter lived on Secret Drive? <laughs> yeah, on Secret that's Drive. The Where did he live? And, and Privet Drive. Privet Drive. Drive. Oh, okay, um, that's good. Idea. And also, um, I don't know if you remember the scene where Harry was like flying in the Weasley's car to Hogwarts. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, the Blue Ford um, Anglia. But but do you remember that that was no, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, a, he it remembers it very well. It, it wasn't a Ford Anglia. It was in fact, it was a Vauxhall Corsa. It was a Vauxhall Corsa. That's what it was. What the fuck? <laughs> Really? But yeah, so the, the visuals were like a voxel Corsa just like flying around the screen. Is this the one that's on the well, front no, of one of the books? I, I haven't seen the Harry Potter. I've seen it once. And so no, I was pretty it, certain it was a Ford Anglia. But when you told me it was it a Ford is, Cor- Voxel Corsa, and I was like, absolutely I'm a Ford sure. Anglia. Yeah, like. I know. But like, you just, I accidentally <laughs> gaslit myself. I was like, was it? I'm pretty sure. 
I a really Foxhall wish Corsa. it was a Corsa. <laughs> Corsa is so much funnier. Blaring like <laughs> I, DMB from like, 2006. It, it was so notable that people in the crowd were like, that's not... <laughs> <laughs> nice. Why would you have any visuals oh. if you can't... If well, you can't I guess I right have to validate ones. the £60 entry fee. You said it was £40 <laughs> a minute ago. You said £40. <laughs> what happened? No, when was the inflation that? Forty pounds to meet Mr. Percy Weasley. Forty quid to meet a fucker. Oh, I thought you meant the gig cost. Like, no, I thought the whole thing with an orchestra, and I was like, fair enough, an orchestra no. for forty pounds, that's okay. Mate, so you're paying a hundred pounds to meet Percy Weasley and watch the orchestra, which that's, yeah. were they good? The orchestra re- were really good, other than yeah. other than in the final song was the worst guitar solo I've ever heard on stage. Oh ever. yeah, he missed every single note. Like nice. he like did a, like. Excited bend and hit like the string after of like boo that was like oh no <laughs> what that's incredible when did that it happen was, but the drummer the drummer had fucking chops and the bassist was so good and then the guitarist got up had his fader moved up and was like boo, 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 boo. i was like okay cool and then just nice sat down again out. nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wow the band leaders put like pointed at him and was just like done you are out of here buddy by the end of this concert we're gonna kick the shit out of you wait what is that how it works oh boy maybe i'm glad i've never been in an orchestra yeah the orchestra that that baton there is a second baton orchestra life it's it's hard it's hard man it's hard anyway black anyway back to the album (laughs) okay first question do you guys as as participants of the album club actually like jazz do you like jazz? <laughs> I feel like um, me and Jack both want Chris to answer first. Okay. Um, I, I was getting that. <laughs> I think I enjoy the not hardcore jazz. Mm. So there's like a threshold and it's gradually going up. Mm. Up? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Um, yeah it's but, 125 dB. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's it's... Yeah, so I like the snarky poppies and the more accessible jazz, but like I couldn't listen to like a, like a twenty minute trumpet solo, John Coltrane. Yeah. yeah, like and I have, mm. and I'm like I appreciate it, but like I'd rather listen to other things. Good answer. What say you? I just um I just googled <laughs> like five minutes ago while we were talking. I googled jazz. No, I didn't. I googled this album, the Black Radio album. Yeah, and like scrolled down to the Wikipedia bit that says yeah. the track list, and it says there's a bonus track of "A Love Supreme." Have there you heard is. That? I haven't. Oh, it's on gosh. the. It's on the physical copy, and on the Japanese copy, there is also another bonus track because Japanese uh, CDs usually have a couple more tracks yeah. on them because of yeah. tax reasons. Oh, uh, huh. it's because cool. CDs are so so expensive to like buy over there that a lot of artists will just add more songs on because that way it justifies the price. I knew that was a thing that there was bonus tracks there, but I didn't know the reason for. It's good. Good fun. Yeah, there's a little dragon cover on. Was that what I saw? Yeah, that is the one, yeah. That's less surprising and interesting, and I want to hear it, but less so than the Love Supreme one. That's that's intriguing to me. I um, haven't heard it, and I would like to, and I probably will after this recording. Yeah. What do you reckon, Jack? Jazz, Jack? You've got most of the letters in uh, your name. So and I've got all of them in my initials. Or? Shout out you to do. me. Jazz. Jazz. I am Jazz Incarnate. Wait, um, what's your middle name? Andrew. Oh, what do you know? Wow. Jack, Andrew, Jazzle. Um, 
and Jack um, Andrew Vajazzle. <laughs> yep, that's the one. That's me. Um, <laughs> that's me. Hello. That's my father's name. Just call me Jack. Bur- birthed Vajazzle. Um, call me V. Um, anyway, oh. <laughs> I um, enjoy jazz as um, passive rather than active listening. Yeah. Um, Again, a case I, where you can respect it, but you're just like, at times, I don't need it. Well, it's not even necessarily that. It's just that, like, I don't... I know, it's hard to hard to explain it, but, like, like, sort of rock and heavier music is more active listening to me, whereas this is very much a thing that, like, it's lovely to have on, but it's not my main focus kind of thing. Um... And that and that's not a criticism. It's just a how I no, listen to it's it. It's a preference. That's fine. But yeah, what say yeah, you about think, White? I think this album is more of like a. I mean, he called it Black Radio, and I feel I feel like he he's written it to be like useful in the background as mm. well. Okay. I think I think it's I think it, I think you can do it actively, but mm. like I think it's definitely it, you can do that. Like, do you know what I mean? I think that's part of his mission statement when he was but, making this. Okay. Is, yeah. Is this can be like hang out with the crew? Yeah. Or yeah. The, the girl exactly. or whatever it may be. Like, or your headphones. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Just what? This picture of like naked with headphones, just like in a completely room, <laughs> right in the middle. You said you were only in your headphones. You no, I said hang it. out with the headphones. I mean, I didn't mean hang, hang out, out with the headphones, but like... Will, this is a disgrace. <laughs> maybe maybe that's just how oh. Ben White imagines Will Yates all the time. Just Maybe that's nude. how Ben White listens to music. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why my camera's normally so dark. <laughs> yeah. You're just rocking out with your cocking out. <laughs> you basically, basically, this is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Basically. <laughs> that's, like, just that's, if that's you had slap bass on top so of this, then you to, just um, get Chili Peppers. Do you like so. jazz? If if Red Hot Chili Peppers are jazz, then yes. That's my answer to the question. <laughs> nice. And actually, to be really obnoxious, sometimes yes. Yeah. I, I it depends who you ask. Jazz is one of those, like, jazz is a... It's a wide umbrella. It's a word that's so context. It depends who you mean, like... Because there would be some people who would just say, improvise music. That is jazz. Mm. Like, in the moment, you improvise, maybe there's a framework. So therefore, mm. like, the first 20 minutes of, like, 10 years of... Red Hot Chili Peppers concerts were jazz, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I, I don't know if that's my definition, but like, I got very yeah. confused for a sec. So I, I googled our Red Hot Chili Peppers jazz. Did you? And, Fantastic. What did you find the, out? And the first thing that happened was Red Hot Peppers was a recording jazz band, and I read that as Red Hot Chili Peppers, and it's like, <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> You're like Ben, what? No, <laughs> ben, I thought you were being dumb a second ago. I like that. Um, conclusion: I was being dumb. Also, the fir- the first like autocomplete of that was our Red Hot Chili Peppers "Good Life," which I'm now going to follow up and find out whether that's what the. I like the idea that, that you, you mean, try I and find that out, but instead that. you find <laughs> out that Flea has been replaced with a Vauxhall Corsa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that would be that would be something. Um, I actually, yeah. Oh, my answer to the question. I actually answered the question. Um, sure. Sometimes. Yeah, I guess. Good. Like it good depends. Answer. Like generally, yeah, generally yeah. bebop. No. And generally mm. when people say, like, that's the other extreme of what people mean when they say jazz. That's mm. the super exclusive, specific, yeah, but like outsider clicky. opinion. Yeah. It's like, they, they mean like Charlie Parker. Um, mm. and, I'm, and normally I'm not down with that. Um, like, as like a educational 
medium. Yeah, it's it's worth Ooh, studying. Interesting. I really like it for but, that. But mm, yeah. I wouldn't. I would. I would much rather listen to this, which some people would definitely get mad at you for calling jazz. Yeah, absolutely. Because I was about to say also, that this, like, yeah, <laughs> this has quite a few genres added to it. Um, it is. It is jazz, it is jazz rap, it is hip-hop, it is R&B, and it is soul, according to Deezer. Um, <laughs> I'd agree with that. Rap, How do we end up The there? rap song definitely was the one that I listened to most actively. Like, What's the not rap even, song? Let me actually get the track list. There's a couple, um, isn't there? The, the one yeah, that mentions the um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, which, yeah, and the, the Lupe Fiasco one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Uh, Thing that is, that was, this was re- go on. That I I was just gonna echo my point that that was the one that like held held me rather mm. than just existed around me. Which like like I said, not a like negative, just a, mm. a how it was, how it did. That's fine. the The reason I asked the question as to do you like jazz is because I yeah. What was that a reference to? I, that wasn't. It I, I mean, like you're referencing something. B movie. No, not. Re- I mean, there is a reference to the B movie. That's not <laughs> the reason I did ask it, though. I wasn't trying to be coy by Barry B. Whatever his name is. Barry B. Yeah, that's actually his name. It's my favorite B. I yeah. remember. <laughs> Barry B. Jerry Seinfeld. Um, oh yeah. It's not it that is. Chuck Berry track. Yeah. I know. Um, <laughs> this album was released on Blue Note Records, which is quite famous for releasing a lot of Miles Davis's work. Um, and John Coltrane and things like that. So, and Robert Glasper himself is uh, quite a proprietor of what I'd imagine some people would call new jazz sort of stuff. Um, fun fact: Robert Glasper also released an album with Miles Davis posthumously uh, in oh. the re- in the recent film Miles Ahead. After that film was released, a an album by Robert Glasper using samples and outtakes of Miles Davis, which he then flipped um, to make it more hip-hop, to make it more soul and more jazz. And that was real cool. It it had some very fun tracks on there. But I think that this album is his strongest in terms of Mm. cohesion and feel and just one sort of colour that it sticks to, and I really like that. Is that that new jazz in the NU jazz... Uh, I wasn't, I mean, I don't know. I'd still call that jazz, but some people will call it new jazz because it's not in suits. In fact, there's even a track on this album. uh, Can I find out which one it is? I can't, but it's, it's the one where there's having, they're having a conversation between the two being like, yeah, people think just a jazz musician. They expect everyone to be wearing suits and yeah, I don't know. I remember. I think it's, yeah. It's just cool because I, I I grew up listening to quite a bit of jazz, playing saxophone as my first instrument and learning quite white jazz to begin with, actually. I was a big fan of Dave Brubeck growing up until I realized that there was a lot of other musicians as well. Uh, mm. In fact, Glenn Miller it was my first jazz start, oh. which is not really yeah. jazz. Um, but anyway, I, I had heard Miles Davis, Coltrane, Mingus, and a load of others from the 60s and 70s. And this was the first album that I'd heard past the millennium that I would consider a jazz album and that I would consider actively being like, wow, this is really cool. Mm, nice. yeah. Say that yeah. again. This is the first album past the millennium that's a jazz that album. I would, that I found that was a jazz album that I thought is really cool. And, oh, this is modern now. Like, this is... That's most really interesting. Al- oh, you yeah, mean first, I, first that you discovered? 
Yes. Yeah. No. Not not that. Yeah, like this is the first like, one. It took them twelve years to get. A <laughs> no, new one. I do not mean that. Okay, I mean like yeah. for my personal experience, this was the first one that I was like, oh wait, jazz is still cool. This is fun. This is nice. This mm. is really good to see. Mm. This is. I'm really ha- I'm really hype about this. Yeah. Because uh, like you mentioned before, Kendrick Lamar's "To Pimp a Butterfly," very jazzy hip hop album. Yeah. It's and the influence. Good as well. Yeah. The the fact that it's still relevant is is fun. Is very fun. Um, yeah. But that maybe leads me. Go on, I'll go for the second question, which is: if you've seen the track listing, or if you've seen the um, what's it called, the personnel on the album, who was your favorite feature? If you had one, or who was the most surprising? You were like, oh shit, this is on the album. So if you haven't yet, go onto the Wikipedia, look at the personnel, and shout out a name. I liked seeing Lala Hathaway. That was fun. Mm-hmm. But my favorite track slash um, person that was on it was Erica Badu. Yeah. And Afro Blue, track two. Oh my gosh, that, that song yeah, a is track. a nice bop. Oh, yeah, I would, I would call it a bop. It certainly <laughs> makes you want to click your fingers to the, like, you know. You know. Um, what about you, Jack? I don't know anyone in this world, um, as has been proven time and again on this podcast. But that's um, fine. I think oh yeah, um, mm-hmm. was was amongst my. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I hope those <laughs> are morally clean favorite. reasons. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was genuinely my favorite track on the album. Mm. Um, Cause oh, yeah. it it's fucking chill as fuck. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, and yeah. Um, I don't like. I don't know that I know. Anyway, I maybe have heard some of the people elsewhere, but not necessarily know why. That's or where. totally fine. If that yeah. if if you don't know the names, then I'm not going to expect you to to know them. That's totally fine. But yeah, good. But you like Lupe Fiasco's feature by the sound of it. Oh, and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, sounds like you enjoyed good. whether or not you've heard him before, which you should. You will have heard Lupe um, Fiasco before because do you remember yeah. "Touch the Sky" by Kanye West? Ah, featuring fair. a little known rapper by the name of Lupe Fiasco. Oh, cool. Fair. He nice. was not a little known rapper. No, born. he was not. Like, <laughs> he was about the same like level he, of Kanye. He, he, at the, at he's the like really time. like um, hard to pin down, I guess. But yeah, yeah. When fair. at that point, whenever he released anything, everyone was like, "What?" what? Yeah, yeah. Cool. It's my understanding. I was like oh. eight years old, so like yeah. <laughs> but, that was your so understanding. At eight years old, you were fucking at the time. It was You're like, what did you learn at I, school today? You're like, Lupe yeah. Fiasco has got some things going on right now, and we need to listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I meant about I'm history. In like year four, like, <laughs> like hey guys, check out because also Lupe Fiasco is like study worthy, like yeah. use of the English language. Like you, wow. you need to like yeah. stop and look at it written down. And you're like, oh, this fourth line thing is referencing this from like two lines ago, and that means mm. this. And then you have to Google loads of like it's. And then all the first really lines dense. are like an anagram that if you mix it up and put it in the oven for half an hour, it'll come out with uh, some sort of riddle. <laughs> and if you if you succeed in the riddle, then Bjork actually knocks on your door and is like, "Well done, congratulations. Oh, Here's a handshake." On the back. Yeah. <laughs> Says, ben White, wow. who was your favorite feature? Um, I think. I don't know. I don't think there's anyone like Bilal. Like, I, I think Bilal is amazing. Yeah. And I think mm. him and Rob, they play off each other so well. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I think 
It depends what we mean by feature. I think probably my answer is the band. I just think the band is so mm. yeah, yeah. Um, oh gosh, effective. Yeah. Like they're just they're just so on the same page. And mm. like I yeah, I can't say enough about Chris Dave as a general rule, just in life. He's the drummer. Um, <laughs> yeah. For, and yeah, he's he's not the only one, but like man, he just really does get it, doesn't he? He yeah. Yeah. He's, the drums in this were well, the first time I heard this album, the drums really stuck out for me because it was the first time I'd hear I'd heard that, I guess what you'd a, a, equate to neo soul kind of drum groove that some people will call like the sloppy or drunk feel, because this that's maybe not the best wording for it, but there's certainly bits on the album where the drums are going off, and it is so cool to hear. Like especially in "Why Do We Try," which is the Stokely track, um, the halfway through the drums sort of like just fall out; they just tap out. And then, then just tap back in again, and it's 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 such a nice feeling of the perfect amount of mess in a yeah, good way. Yeah, I don't way. think it, the album ever felt out of control, which it could have done. Mm. Yeah, I think it's quite but, safe, actually, a lot yeah, of the time. Yeah, for sure. Maybe maybe yeah. wasn't my listening to it last time years ago, whenever I last listened to the record. Mm. But, mm. Um, it it kind of why almost it feels like passive, the radio version like... of. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, some of the stuff. It's very consumable, is this album. Yeah, mm. not in a yeah. necessarily bad way. I think that's why it feels cohesive. Yeah, to some extent, it's because it's, because it's, it's raiding it's, it in a little bit. Because all of these guys can go so much further. Like mm. we know, you can tell that everyone has several gears left. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like nobody's yeah, yeah. trying to like. Show no one's off flexing. Or, no one is yeah, flexing. No one's They're doing just that. doing it. Yeah, mm. and it's it's really nice to hear that sometimes, especially mm. in like. A jazz context, I suppose. Yeah, because you know, a lot of jazz musicians just like just doing vibe, happily, happily like go off on a run and shit, just show off like, oh, look at me do this incredibly impressive stuff. And whereas here, it is just incredibly impressive stuff, but no one's, it doesn't feel like it's forced. Hmm. But yeah, I feel like I'm talking quite a lot. Do you guys have anything else to say? Would you like to hear some more about Percy Weasley? <laughs> uh, I, no. um, I think, okay, here's my question for the group. If Percy Weasley could feature on one of these tracks, which one would you put <laughs> Oh my god. Oh gosh. And, and um, that, I don't know if that means that you have to take out the current feature to add him or not. I think maybe it does. Maybe that's the question. <laughs> I think I think he'd have to go on Smells Like Teen Spirit just because of knowledge base. Like, <laughs> If know. you cut up bits of dialogue from Harry Potter, then yeah, just, just sprinkle him oh, yeah. through the whole album. <laughs> the whole thing just See, what, like, what you don't realize that this, this, <laughs> this whole thing <laughs> this that whole would ruin this actually... album so quickly so much for me <laughs> i think you'd have to stick him in the intro mic check just be like is this thing on and you could just hear someone going no we got you let me answer <laughs> <laughs> um okay here is Hello. one thing that i Hello. didn't realize the first few times that i listened to this a lot of these songs on this album are covers. Um, yeah, you're gonna even, have to tell me which are. Like, yeah, I have so I no don't idea. fully know because I, I had to check up, check up the tracks and look at the writers, and even then, I'm still not entirely sure. But mm. um, it looks as though so Afro Blue is a cover of a, of, ah, a, of an older yeah. song cool. by um, Oscar Brown and Mongo Santa Maria, which is a lot mm. more like Cuban in the influence. Cherish the day is a standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's in in at least one of the real books. Yeah. Mm. 
Uh, Cherish the day is a Sade tune. Um, so that's that's cool. There's also my two favorite covers, maybe of all time, are on the latter half of the album. You've got Letter to Hermione, which is a David Bowie song. Um, huh. And I I had never heard the David Bowie song until I heard this album. I was like, wait, why is there a David Bowie credit on that? <laughs> uh, and obviously Smells Like Teen Spirit is the Chris Novoselic, Dave Grohl, and Kurt Cobain song. Who? No, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Nirvana. Uh, <laughs> but then there's also... Um, let me have a look and see if I can find yeah, any the, more. The Nirvana cover was bizarre. I don't quite understand... I don't know why do we try. I don't know. So That's I, I don't either. Um, but the composer for that was was uh, Mint That's Condition, an American R and B band. Yeah. Oh, it's Mint Condition. Okay, cool. So I I maybe need to listen to that afterwards as well. Mint yeah, condition. it'll be very different. I bet it will be. Um. Yeah, I don't really know because I didn't really know the covers. But as I said earlier, like Afro Blue and Cherish the Day were my favourites. So mm. one of them, because mm. they happen to also be covers. But, um, oh. Yeah, as as Jack said, I didn't really understand the Smells Like Teen Spirit uh, cover. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's happened. fine. It did. <laughs> I I think it was definitely a bit of a novelty. I think. Yeah, yeah. But... Because for me, I am such a fanboy of Nirvana. I find that anyone who tries to go in the same realm in terms of trying to hit those rocky fields will always fall short in my eyes. So to hear someone just go completely the opposite direction and be like, fuck you guys, I'm walking backwards. We're doing jazz on this. <laughs> just really, it really worked for me. But I, I can also understand as to why you'd be like, why have they done this? Why? What do you think about lyrically that in the context of jazz? Hmm. Or in the context of this realm of jazz, I think specifically. Because to me, that cover doesn't take a lot from the original other than the lyrics, really. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like, I wouldn't even say that it's like reharmonized it. It's just a different song with the same lyrics on it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and, and I think... Um, Would you not call that a cover still, though? Mm, interpolation, if I'm being mm. really pedantic and giving it a name, I suppose. Okay. Mm. I don't like, disagree yeah, with no. you. Yeah. Um, I think I yeah, but like then therefore you, my you question is like why do you words. think they wanted yeah. those lyrics on that <sighs> vibe? Like because mm. that's a conscious choice now. Yeah, I've always thought it would be because smells like teen spirit is the antithesis of what we perceive to be soul and jazz. And therefore, mm. they were sort of using that as a weapon to say, no, no, it still can, like, this kind of aura and this kind of groove can still permeate in this kind of culture. I like that. I think there's, I, a, there's an accessibility thing. In yeah. Like, yeah. I think I said mission statement earlier. I don't know why I keep saying it, but, like, <laughs> it feels like that's a mission statement of this record is, like, making jazz feel accessible and cool yeah and yes. like not be stuffy old people in suits in jazz absolutely clubs and allowed in if you're younger than 30 exactly so like playing smells like teen spirit i guess to support that mm. or it was just on in the studio when they were writing or making the album and they were like hey shall we <laughs> <laughs> right. i mean also knowing robert glasper the personality not personally i bet that would have been funny for him to be like yeah fuck it let's do it who is the other ja the other musician I'm I'm trying to think of now? He worked with Kendrick and um 
What's he play? Uh, I think um, he's a saxophone Barry player. Barry B. Terrence. No. Terrence Martin. Terrence Martin. Yeah, there's an interview with Terrence Martin and, and Glasper where um, they're talking about the state of jazz and Terrence is smoking a joint and Glasper's like, here, pass that here. And he's like, okay, sure. And he takes a drag and he goes, for jazz. And Terrence is like, Robert, you don't smoke. He goes, no. <laughs> 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 the man is funny. Um but back to the the whole smells like teen spirit thing. I reckon there is a, a few meanings there as to why they chose that. I I like to think. I, well, I want to know the re, the reasoning behind the David Bowie one as well because I think that was just maybe because it was an underlooked song or a, an undervalued one. Hmm. Hmm. It's cool. Yeah, I've heard them do um the whatever the Radiohead song about being a sardine in a small can is called. I can't remember the name. <laughs> Um, Pat like, like sardines energy. in a little tin box. Yeah, I, I like it. It's a similar like, energy to me mm. of like semi-obscure song by well-known band. Yeah, that they think is cool, and I think I think I always felt that one lyrically. Mm. Like I think he likes the line that he repeats from that radio yeah. song. Like I think that's why oh, he, part of why he chooses it. Yeah, um, I'd never mm. questioned it with Smells Like Teen Spirit until that moment. Yeah, no, that was a really good question because I'd also never considered that. But I think that's interesting. Um, Mm. Whereas, like, Cherish the Day, that is definitely a cover. Like, yeah. (laughs) So, thing is, though, I'd never. So, with Sade, I didn't know who Sade was till me and Ben White went to Belfast and we stayed in an Airbnb where this absolute hippie of a dude's flat was brilliant, had very little things in. The one television was from the 1950s and didn't have any circuitry in, so it was just an ornament. And there was a, a mini disc player. Uh, and once we figured out how to use this, weirder than that, possibly it was some it, really obscure way to play music. It no, it was an it was ADT or something like that. It, it was, was digital well tapes. Weird. Yeah, and so this dude had like a very small but very like well preserved collection of of some strange format of music, and we figured out how to use the the player. And one of the albums that he had aside from all like the acid drum and bass stuff that was there was a Sade <laughs> album. And listening to that was a really nice moment. I'd never heard Sade before. Mm. And I was like, wow, I should really look up this this like niche artist. And it turns out she was not fucking niche. I'm just being <laughs> thick headed. Like <laughs> I just assumed that because I'd found her for the first time, no one else had. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like, wow, Barry White, he should get some more airplay. <laughs> Have you heard of this new artist called Justin Bieber? <laughs> I haven't. Tell me more about Mr. Mr. Beaver. Mr. Beaver. No, we're talking about Sade. Sade. They're basically the same thing, anyway. So yeah, basically <laughs> it makes sense. Basically, yeah. Um, do we have a favorite cover? I've already asked that. Um, what's left to talk about? <laughs> I like I uh, like that thing though about the niches of music and people not knowing because like there is scenes where people would like ostracize the hell out of you for not knowing who Sade was. Totally, but and but like yeah. actually, in most of culture, that's completely reasonable behavior. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. fun, and I think this album is a fun example of that to some extent. Like this is a few worlds, yes, yeah, for sure, in terms of features and stuff. But then at the same time, like it's just like what what these guys and their friends would have grown up listening to or be listening to now, and they're yeah. just trying to combine those worlds. And mm. I think that's really fun that it's got like Mozdef on it. And it's got Erica Badu on it, but also it's got like the R and B guys of the time and Michelle Stokely. Ender Cellos on it. Like I really like that. I I think it's fun. 
It's a fun thing. It's kind of like the last Tribe album, where it's just like, here's loads of people we respect all in one place, mm. and we're just going to celebrate oh. them for an hour. Yeah. Um, cool. There was some of the personnel I thought was... Yeah, Solange Knowles, so Beyonce's sister, was on... Oh, it's on the Remix EP. Oh, really? My oh, bad. Okay. The Remix EP was also like just brimming with features like Questlove, yeah, Ninth Wonder, Black Milk, yeah. Yeah. The Roots. Um, Ooh. Yeah. But yeah, it's... it's. Where was it recorded? Um, so I just I just looked away from the video screen for a second to just check that Logic was still recording. And when I look back, Ben is now in 100% darkness. <laughs> yeah, Wait, which I, one am I? Oh, I am. Why is... Yeah. Why, I'm in the same house as Will. Why is his... I mean, his window is on the other side of the room, I guess. That's exactly it. It's yeah. The sun is setting very quickly. Nope. Um, and after we finish recording, I will turn the lights on. But right now, <laughs> I'm going to stay in front of the mic until it goes dark. Is that wait? I then lit a candle. Oh. No, no, I already had a candle, um, but I guess Actually, you can yeah, see it now. Now I've added fairy lights. lights. Well, my wi- my headphones are wireless, so it's not a lot of effort for me to stand up and go do that. Um, but now Will's <laughs> gone, so we can talk about him. What do we want to say about Will that he won't hear until the podcast comes uh, out? I love him. I bet he doesn't have a candle. On ears. So for the international <laughs> listeners that we have okay. very minimal of, you'll you'll be pleased to know that it's quite dark already and it's four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> oh, yeah. the UK. Oh, we got to love England. <laughs> it doesn't look that bad outside. It doesn't. It's it just, just is dark. That's not the right one. <laughs> my, my window is not good for that <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I haven't settled my desk in a sensible place for like... <laughs> God save our gracious queen. She loves pizza. Right. Does she? Any final thoughts on the album? I bet she does. I bet Liz loves a bit of pizza. Anyway. I... Who? Oh, my God. (laughs) Big Liz. Oh, the queen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The album. Yeah. The album. Thank you. Kind of liked it. I think. Oh, really? Because I, I think because I was listening like actively, and I just was kind of like, kind of want this to move on a bit to something a bit different. Um, So I think if I do a passive listen while doing some other stuff, Mm. because as we were saying earlier, the passive active listening thing is can be for both. But I think yeah, I think I'll probably get a different enjoyment level out of it. But Mm. still okay. And good. there were some woodwinds, uh, and woodwinds are good. Yeah, <laughs> woodwinds are good on this album, especially when you put a woodwind through a vocoder, which I think happens a few times. Oh, I didn't know. I would have thought. Oh yeah, that was cool. That, um, yeah, in the first album. And again, you are correct in your opinion. You're allowed. You're allowed to think that. I would have thought that with some of the synth sounds on this album and with some of the keys, that that would have been the, the kicker for you. Yeah, but yeah, like it all. It all sounded great, and so I was just. It just mm. didn't grab me as much as I thought it was going to do. That's okay. But, um, Thank you for still your honesty. enjoyable. Anytime. Good. <laughs> Jack Zissel, Mr. Jazz himself. Yeah, I, uh, Mr. Jazz himself. I, I really, really enjoyed it as a like thing that just existed. Um, while I listened to it, rather than having to like have it like directly happen while I was listening to it. Mm. I don't know. Words are hard, but anyway. Um, it was it was nice to just have on, and I didn't think much beyond it. Like I don't think that like I'd come back to it necessarily, but would act 
like absolutely not complain if this was on the background um anytime mm. so, yeah cool well, yeah. if you ever come around to our house again it probably will be at points <laughs> but, yeah <laughs> this fair is enough. some good background music for conversation yeah. ben white huh. you are what do you, you think are. of the fucking album <laughs> you what do i think ben of the white? album i think it's great i think i've said i've said a lot of things about it i think um I agree with Chris about what the strongest songs are. And mm. I used the word song consciously there, I think. Um, as opposed to what? And the rest of it's really nice. Well, as opposed to like, they're like the most song, they're strong for the reason that songs are strong in terms of like right. verse choruses and lyrics and melody and those kind of things. Um, whereas some of them maybe have like interesting colors and mm. know, good solos and stuff elsewhere and fun like... I don't know, vocoded woodwinds. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. I haven't heard it in a long time. It was interesting yeah. to hear it. I, I wonder how um, it would have... Because I didn't hear it in 2011, 2012, whenever it was. I don't, I don't yeah. reckon. And mm. I, I mean, I wouldn't have been into jazz or neo-soul or any of those things. No. Or known, who, known or cared who any of those people were. So I wonder what it was like at the time. Because like, as I say, it does feel like fairly safe... Um, and not in a bad way, in like a cohesive mm. way. But I, I wonder if it felt more revolutionary. Because mm. so it's really singular, and that's really nice about mm. it. It's like, here's a thing. And I, I, I'm intrigued to see how bold that statement was. Because I don't know loads that sound exactly like that. Especially from around that time. Like, I think a lot, a lot of my reference points are from like around 99. Yeah. And stuff that I would say is similar. Really. Um, and then the other thing is like that neo soul thing came back so strong. It did a it's... few years after that, unrelated yeah. seemingly to that. Mm. Um, and there's a lot. I don't know. There's a lot of things that he plays that if you played that on a guitar, it would sound like you're a white guy on Instagram in 2018. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's like interesting hearing it now that that last explosion happened of that. World. Yeah. Now that the culture has changed, and uh, now that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the word for diversified added, but in a better word. Now that culture has developed, it's it is interesting to see its place in the timeline and how it relates, or rather doesn't relate to quite a lot of the explosions later on. Hmm. Yeah. I really like hmm. it. I think it's really good. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe I just wasn't in a jazzy mood this week. Oh, that's again, totally fine. Totally fine. I listen to a yeah. lot of NF, which is not jazz. Yeah, yeah boy. That's it feels it feels to me. More like I don't know. I would recommend it as like a chill hip hop. Like yeah, for someone who likes mm. a chill instrumental hip hop more so than yeah. for someone who mm. likes jazz. But then it's yeah. like undeniably jazz musicians who are doing it. Yeah, um, yeah. Like in almost like Pimp a Butterfly, I guess. Some yeah, of the same absolutely. people. Like they're not trying to do jazz very often. There's moments where they definitely are. Yeah, um, and there's like contextual lyrical thematic reasons why, which is fun as well. Um, but yeah, mm. it's just like it's just like it just comes through that they're jazz musicians, like yeah, and they're just not filtering it, and that's nice. But they're not trying, they're not mm. forcing anything. It's like a Paul Francis, like don't try and be good, just be good, which mm. is like one of those really like dumb but also genius teachings at the same time. It depends on yeah. who you say it to. <laughs> mm. To somebody yeah. that's really useful. To someone else that's really just not not even yeah. slightly yeah. a help. Yeah, but yeah, I this is in my top ten albums. It's. Oh. Nice. Uh, it I yeah, 
I love everything about it. I can't think of a bad track for it. And I am very biased, but at the same time, I had a lot of fun mm-hmm. re-listening to this for this week, and it was a nice, yeah. a nice roadsy hug. Nice. Aww. Yeah. But I think that about wraps it up. So Yeah, I'll revisit what it. Is the pl- I'm gonna revisit it. Okay, cool. Yeah. What is what is the plan now? Do we have an album for next time, or is there a next time? This is the end of the album. No, 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 I'm just... Is this the end of the album I'm kidding. So next week, um, we're going to do a little bonus episode. Oh, we didn't even mention this is episode 25. Milestone. Hey! Hey! Um, 25? Golly. Yeah, crazy. Um, So yeah, next week, we're going to have a little bonus episode before doing a little break for the Christmas period. Mm -hmm. So next week, we're going to be chatting about Spotify Wrapped and what came up in each of ours and... Might chat about some other stuff as well. You never know what's going to happen on the oh, album you club. Never know. Oh shit! Goodness. So, if you wish to find us in the meantime, everybody, please get in contact with us. We love to hear from you. No, everyone's really shy. That's fine. We've barely had any messages, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, we're here at you until you do. Yeah, absolutely. It turns out we'll just have to check the junk folder. But um, until then, of emails in there. <laughs> contact us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, at thealbumclub.pod. You can reach us on Twitter via The Album Club. Not .pod, just The Album Club. And if you wish to email, send your electronic mail to thealbumclub.pod at gmail.com. Yeah. Get yours in before the end of the year. I think that's when the haikus run out, if you wish to have one. Um, (laughs) So there is is (laughs) actually a a haiku by date, so if you wish to have a poem (laughs) written for you, please get in contact before the end of 2021. Um, But yeah, excited for next week's episode of Spotify Wrapped. Yeah, and we shall see you then. Bye-bye. See you then, everybody. Bye. listening to the album club we'll be back next week with uh, with the new album to listen to i guess um catch you then <laughs>